All right, so uh, welcome everybody uh, to today's episode. Um, my guest today is uh, Sergeant Oscar Torres. Yeah, yeah what's up? <laughs> um, thanks for being here. Um, I appreciate having you, man. Um, and just to get right into it, uh, we'll start with where were you? Uh, where were you born and raised? So I was born in Colombia. South America, you know, so a lot of people would think they would think it's not Columbia, Maryland. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nah. yeah I was born in Colombia. Um, and what was the other question? What, what, uh, where were you born? And were you raised there? Did you stay there the whole time? Or? Yeah, I was there until I was sixteen years old. Sixteen. So then, I came, and then you came to the states, or I came to the state, yes, for good. For good. Where Where were you staying at? New York City. New York. Yeah, the Bronx it, and Washington Heights. <laughs> With family or? Yeah, my aunt. My aunt was the one that raised me. She okay. Was, she, she was the one that brought me here. So also when you were, I guess, with your, your parents in, in Colombia, yeah. and then your aunt was the one who brought you. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, my aunt is like my, is my mother. Okay. So, but I was raised by my auntie. Okay. Back home. Oh, oh, back home in, in yeah, Colombia. because she was here, you know. She she left when she was young, you know, looking for better opportunities and yeah. all that stuff. So, and then so you you finish? Did you finish high school here? Yeah, I finished high school here. How did you uh, How did you end up being in the military? Where did that was that? So was it a transition from high school to the Marine Corps, or were you out a few years from high school? I was well. The plan was to go straight from high school. But my aunt was like, no, you're not going to the military, you know, give yourself another, you know, give yourself a chance to explore, like, college and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay, so I did, and but it wasn't working for me when I was in college, so I... So, oh, so you did go to college? Yeah, I did go to college for two years. I mean, I never finished, though. Okay. So, but... Um, and what, what made you decide then after the two years or, or... So after the two years, it's like, well, living in New York City is like, I felt trapped. Yeah. It's like, you know, it was fun growing up when you was, you know, when you didn't have no responsibilities, you know. Yeah. Once you become an adult, things just get different. Yeah. You know, I got to find money for rent. I was like, what is that? You know? Yeah. So then I just, I just felt like, you know, I need, I need a way out. So I was started looking at school on outer states, but that didn't work out. So my cousin was a Marine before me. So okay. You, you know, I used to I used to listen to his stories and stuff like that. So I kind of already had that in my mind. Then I said one time, you know, I was did poor. did you did you go to the recruiter or because of your yeah. cousin or did they find you? No, no, I went to the recruiter. So one thing that he told me, this is the funny part. You know, he was a marine. He was a marine, right? Yeah, your cousin. My cousin. So he was like, look, the marines are tough. This and the third. So, you know, look up to the Army, Air Force, Navy, but, you know, try to stay away from it. From the Marine Corps? From the Marine Corps. <laughs> so, okay, cool. I Sounds like sound advice. So, I listened to him, so I ended up going to the Air Force. Okay. So, I did everything with the Air Force, and uh, so we had, you know, I went to the Mets, right? My recruiter never showed up. From the Air Force? From the Air Force. She never showed up. Sar- uh, Sergeant Mendoza, that was her name. Yeah. Oh, that is her name. <clears throat> so, she... Was supposed to meet you at Maps. Well, she did, yes. And you were left high and dry. Yeah, I was just I was just sitting there waiting. You know, I see a lot of new recruits coming in now. Yeah. I was just and then this Marine came out of nowhere. You know, hey, 
Hey, devil, what are you doing? I'm just, I'm just sitting like, I'm waiting for my recruiter. Like, you know, I guess he was watching me for a while. He was like, well, I mean, you've been sitting here for a while. Like, I was like, uh, well, by the time it's like, she's not going to show up. You know, it's almost closed. Like, they're it, about to, you know, it's time. It was getting close to go home. Yeah. He was like, do you really trying to join in? I was like, yeah. Like, uh, all right. So, well, my name is, uh, I forgot his last name. I think it's, no, Lorton. Okay. Sergeant Lorton. So, we shook hands. It's like, so we grabbed a pen. Market, because you know you get those little stickers that says your my name is your name and you know in the branch that you're supposed to go in. Yeah. So he just crossed the Air Force and put the USMC. He crossed it out and put USMC. And that's it. He got me through through the mess, passed the mess, and then we just I just went back to the to the recruiter's office and finished the paperwork at the Marine recruiter office. Yes. What did did they give you any options on? So when you went to the recruiter office, did you? Did you get, uh, what did they ask you for, like a job, or did you get to pick anything? Or? Yeah, they asked me what I wanted to do. And I was like, well, I said, what kind of jobs do you have to offer? So based on my on my ASVAS score, yeah, which was a 41, I mean, it wasn't that many options. It was like the cool jobs. You know? Yeah. The cool jobs you need, like, I don't know, like 60 or something, I forget at the time. Yeah. So it was a lot of administration jobs and, you know, Model T and all that stuff. So I was like, you know. So the, um, I, I remember him saying something about a lawyer. I was like, you know, you could just, you know, be with the lawyers. I was like, yeah, so put me in that job. I didn't really care. Yeah. I just wanted to get out of New York. Yeah. You didn't care. You just wanted to leave. It, it was an opportunity for you to get out of New York. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you sign up, you go through all that, and then you leave for boot camp. Right. How was uh, how was that experience getting right to boot camp? Boot camp was fun. I mean, because my cousin told me everything about, you know, what to expect from it. Yeah. But he told me, you know, you're not going to understand it until you live it, right? Yeah. So I saw a lot of things in boot camp. Man. It was fun. Don't get me wrong, you know. Was it tough physically or mentally? Or? Uh, it was mainly uh, mentally. Mentally. You're in pretty good shape yeah, before. I was in pretty good shape. And it was just more, you know, trying to trying to get adjust following instructions. Yeah. Know, especially when somebody's yelling in your ear. Yeah. Right so, in front of your face and they're yeah, yelling so, at you. Because, you know, being in, you know, coming from New York City is kind of, you have that stink, you know, that stink attitude. Like, you know, like, hey, I'm, you, I'm you know, yeah, you, you, you so, tough, you, uh, I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, they brush that out of you. They- <laughs> so, so, I spent so much time in the sand pit, it was crazy. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, my attitude. Yeah. So that was it. But then, you know, so what uh, what's something that uh, that sticks out for you in, in boot camp? Uh, the day and the right was I have a few one, but the ones that I remember was this kid was at the rifle range, right? Yeah. So you know, so we shoot him, and out of nowhere he just go like my rifle, you know, he keeps saying my rifle is messed up, right? Yeah. So he so he took his rifle, he flagged everybody. He flagged everybody? So you see the drill instructor just running, tackling like it was a football game. Like, I was like, oh, uh, everybody, like, you could hear the oops. Yeah. And um, and I was like, you know, they just, they all had so much and everything. And, uh, so, and then, you know, they, they have to stop the the shooting because, you know, uh, Marines just flag, uh, the recruiter just flag, you know. The recruit turned around, flagged with his rifle pointed yeah. at everybody. You he know, got tackled. He got tackled. But, I mean, it wasn't, you know, I think he was just doing, you know, he didn't realize what he was Yeah. Time. Well, that's one of the things that they teach you, you know, never point your weapon, yeah, you know, anything you intend to shoot. He flagged everybody. Like, 
Yeah, he turned around, and I could see that getting tackled by the DI. Um, so what's uh, what's something else that? Uh, I mean, that's that's like a. I guess that could be considered like a, a wow. Anything funny that you remember? Uh, for the funny thing that I want, this is one that I remember. Because I guess, um, I don't know if that happens to you, but so for us, when we hit the squad, at, um, what the, the squad bay? The squad bay, yeah. So I guess the Marines used to just, uh, the recruiters used to just go to the bathroom without, like knocking on the drill instructor, you know, asking yeah, for on permission. The hut. Yeah, you got to ask for permission to go to the bathroom. So, you know, so I guess they got fed up, so they locked the doors. So like they put the change on the, uh, at the, um, on the uh, DI hut. No, at the bathroom. You know? Oh, at the bathroom. So now nobody can go. You know, you have to hold it. Oh shit! So, you know, that's the middle of the night. People have to go to the bathroom. You know, you can hear people whispering like, "Oh shit, man, I got it." You know, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to occur. No, uh, you, it's a podcast, bro. You can say whatever the fuck okay. you want. So, <laughs> so you can hear. So you can hear guys like, "Oh shit, I got to pee." So people is peeing in the canteens, so closing it, putting it back. People going through. Go, go. I went to. I was. Peeing, I rem- I was yeah, I forgot about by that. The window, you know, because the windows are open. Yeah. So I was peeing through the window. Yeah. You know? Really. And so, so the next day, you know, I guess the drill instructors they know what they're doing. So let's see who pee in the canteen. So, boom. So the first thing he did, he lined everybody up. Good morning, whatever, whatever. Everybody take out the canteen. Boom. Drink, drink. So you see, you know, people drinking, but you know, I'm drinking water. Everybody else, like you can see a few of them, they just holding the canteen. And then this guy, like he was like right in front of me, Spencer. So what's wrong, Spencer? Well, you're not thirsty to all this, all this morning. And then he was like, Oh no, I don't know whatever, no sir, whatever. And then he's like, Drink. And then he went to the, when he drank it. Oh his pants. He man. His so you know, which is. It's illegal. Yeah. And that was illegal, but then he was just like, you know, we're we trying to teach you a lesson. Yeah, and don't, I, I never, I never understood that, you know, some of the guys that would, and I get it, like, you, you, when you, because they make you drink, we drank so much water, yeah. a lot of water. So, it, like, right before lights out, you chug a, a 32 quart, you know, your, your canteen, and you, you know, a quart of water and you're chugging it right before you go to bed so you're gonna have to use the restroom yep. in the middle of the night so they knew what they were doing and yeah for for guys that i remember that would you know urinate in their in their canteen bro i i never i would hold it until i i don't i, I remember a few recruits have relieving themselves on themselves because they just you can't fucking hold it no more man because yeah. you had to ask permission to go use the head yep. um yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, so <clears throat> the other one, this one was. I think this one was funny because it was a joke. It was a joke from the one of the drum instructors to the senior. Yeah. So it was a Saturday going on a Sunday because you know it's the senior used to stay. stay well, our senior used to stay with us on Sunday. Yeah. And um, so the day, um, day move prior, the microphone a little closer, but get oh, a little closer to the mic. Oh, so the day prior, right? Um, so the drill instructor he was messing with us, so he took the. Um, so what he did, he took, so he so he ex- exchanged locks. So you know, you're, so you know, they tell you pass your lock to the front, yeah, to the left, and everything else. So then you have to lock it. Boom. Once you lock, it, <laughs> once you lock your your wall lock or whatever. Your foot locker. Your foot locker. Yeah. 
once you like it, so then the next day the signature will come, she knows you're not you, so now you cannot open your warlock, your full oh, lock. Oh, because somebody else, it's somebody so, else's lock? Then, so now you have to, like, we spend literally like three hours trying to open all the locks. Oh, man. <laughs> but he, like, the senior knew about it. Like, he knew all, they got me. Yeah. You know? And uh, I guess that's a joke between, you know, I don't know, drill instructors. The drill instructors, just games that they, the, and there were, I, I think that it was times that, Maybe because we we're busy. There's so much classes that you do that you're in class all week. You're training, you're chow, you're 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 just busy all the time. I I I remember Sundays being a little bit slower. Like you clean your weapons. A lot of the time, you clean the squad bay. Go to church. You church. You'd go to church. <laughs> I remember, man. You know, I just to include some of mine. You know, I remember that that's funny I didn't I wasn't you know I grew up going to church but after you know once you get to I got a little older I stopped going Check. but once I remember going to boot camp and then being like oh you get to leave the DIs and everything for to your for to go to church I'll go to church I'm, <laughs> I'm religious again I did the same thing I was, every Sunday I was at church <laughs> I mean, it keeps me, you know, it keeps me away from the squad bay. Yeah, it so. keeps you away. The, the people that didn't go would, you'd be stuck there at the squad bay, mm-hmm. you know, not doing. You're there with the DIs. Yeah, you, you know, for me, like, you get to see some females too. So, like, oh, <laughs> that, yeah, you guys. Uh, so you went to boot camp at yeah. Paris Island. Island. Yes. So okay. So you know, you get to see some females in there. So I was like, okay, feels in normal. church. I church it because okay. everything was combined. It was together. Yeah. It felt a little normal to see uh, yeah. I females. Think, I think that's uh, to be honest with you. I think that's what like, feels normal the most. There, that's it. When you just like when you go to church, really. So, because I mean, you know, you can, you get to talk to other people too as well. Yeah, so, in a normal. In a normal, like well, before mass, we before mass is starting. You know, you get yeah. To talk mingle, and then once you know, was it the chaplain? Yeah, when the chaplain would come out. That's it. Just not even a sound. Not a sound. Man, I you falling asleep? Are you? It would be so quiet, and you just like during mass, falling asleep. I mean, that's another thing that I remember too. Like you could take a, like a nice little nap too, but you know you got to tell the guy to your left and right. Let me know when they, you know, because the drill instructor comes. Yeah, they'll take you outside and they'll chew your ass outside. Yeah. So I mean, because anyway, it happens to me. Fall asleep, <laughs> hey, recruit get out, you know, get outside, and then he goes out by his bed. Blah, blah, blah. That yeah. Um, so, once you finished boot camp, did uh, did any family come to visit you? At, yeah, my aunt and my little brother came down. They came to visit you at uh, like family day. Family day. She came. And my, and my cousin actually. They came. They both came. Nice man. They got to. We get to walk around the base finally for the first time. See yeah, family. I, was, I wasn't even expecting it though. Well, my cousin. Cause oh. I, saw, I saw my I saw my aunt the the, the, the day prior. Okay, so you didn't know that they were coming. No, I didn't. That's nice, man. You got a nice little surprise. Just like I'll be honest with you, when I was there, like I forgot about the real world. I really forgot about my family. Like I wasn't like you know. You were getting letters, writing letters. I mean, I was getting letters, but it's just like you know, I was just doing it to keep him, you know, to keep him informed or whatever. But I was just fine. Yeah. Because I wanted to, like when I'm in, I want to get out. You were trying out. to break away from like yeah, everything. Everything. So. Okay. Uh, so after boot camp, you come home. You you a marine? What's what's that? What's that like coming back to to New York? Shit, man. 
I feel like I was the shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> no, it feels good. It feels a little bit weird, you know, seeing the same people you grew up with. Yeah. Doing the same thing. You know, like you feel like those little three months that you spent in boot camp, now you're coming back to the block pretty much. Yeah. Everybody's still doing the same thing. It's doing the same thing and you've done right. you're just the three months you've yeah. done so much from boot camp learned so much yeah you learn so much you know it's just like you know I saw things differently like you know it was just more like like man you know these guys you know they keep doing the same thing now you know I'm moving over you know I'm doing I'm, something different I'm moving up yeah that's the way I saw it so what um, you know you go to you know get home boot camp you go to uh Combat training. Everybody goes to the you know oh, be a MCT. basic right, MCT. It's it's not long. It's only a month. A month, yeah. A month. Um, after that, you go to school. Where did you end up going to school? Your MOS uh, school for oh, for yes. your job. So yeah, so my job was uh, aircraft maintenance administration. Okay, so aircraft maintenance administration. administration. So it's a 60, what was sixty forty six. Sixty forty six. Okay. Yeah. So it's a, what is it? Uh, the school is a uh, Meridian, Mississippi. Meridian, Mississippi. Nah. <laughs> nothing there. How, how was uh, how was it going to the school out okay. there in Mississippi? Oh, it was crazy, man. Because I was up there probably for two months, but it felt like I was there for six six months. Yeah. I mean, I saw everything because you know that is a navy, uh, it's a naval base. Okay. So. You know, so we had to, so we see a lot of Navy guys and all that stuff. Yeah, so it was just fun. I mean, like, well, you know, I've said this before on some of the other episodes. This is your first time that you're. I mean, you're you're a Marine. Yes, obviously, but you're getting some. Did you get time off on the weekends and stuff like that? Or so the so yeah, we got time off on the weekend, so but you have to put a request. I mean, oh, you had to put a request, like yeah. if you wanted to go off base or off base, yes. If you, well, I mean, well, the weekend Saturday to from Saturday to Sunday is fun, but if you want to stay out, you know, if you want to spend the night outside, you have to put a, a special request. But you had to, otherwise, you had to be back you at the to, barracks by a certain time. I think it was what is it, uh, nineteen hundred? Okay, yeah. So you had to be back, you know, do the whole kind of validity and stuff. And then you can do whatever inside the base, pretty much. You don't have yeah. to go to sleep on, you know, you can go to sleep whenever you want. Whenever you want, but you had to be on base. On base. But okay. But the reason... Was much, there a, was there like an exchange or a bowling alley on there or yeah, anything? The, the Navy. The Navy had the cool stuff, man. Yeah? So they have, um, what is it, what what they call it? Um, the, what is it, the NCO club or something? Yeah, the NCO, enlisted club. Enlisted club, yeah, the E-club. The E-club. Yeah, now I remember. So... You know, we go out there, pool, they have a little club. So, it was fun. It was okay. Fun. Well, there's always that rival between Navy and Marines. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we got into a few fights out there. A few. <laughs> I mean, thinking that, you know, like, I mean, well, me personally, like, I'm cool. Yeah. But, I mean, if I'm with you, you know, and then somebody's messing with you, it's like messing with me. So, it was a lot of fights. So. There, that but, is, you know, that's the thing that, you know, that I experienced as well, that, you know, whenever you go to the club, it's like nobody really wants, well, some guys like fighting. Yeah, I, But, like, if you start messing with, with your somebody's boy, like, that's my boy, bro. Like, don't, yeah. you messing with him, you messing with me, or you messing with all of us. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's a bunch of Marines. We're all 
you're the you're trained to kill. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that's like the wrong crowd you want to pitch up. You know, especially it's like if you go out, if you go if you go out as a group like this, like six or more or five or more, whatever. I say it's, it's done. I mean, you just yeah. gotta you know start with one of them, and that's it. Then the whole night will be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, that's the way you know. That's the way I experienced it. <laughs> See. Now, I tell you this one though. I remember this guy, uh, Paul. We met this guy. I think he's from DC. Somewhere in yeah, Washington DC, right? Paul. Yeah. Dude's like six five, six six. Built like a football player. Yeah. And, you know, so I met him. He's in your class? Yeah, no, he was not in my class. He was in a different, you know, because I, I think in that in that base was like three MOS. Oh three so, MOS. You know. So it was like two something supplies and you know, my MOS. Okay. So Paul it was a cool guy. Like, the guy was, you know, all he that all he liked is just crack jokes and you know, chill, yeah. hang out. So he's in restriction. I forgot why he got in restriction. So that night, I remember McMiller. That was his. That was his roommate. Yeah. Yo, come on, Tio, let's go. You know, this guy's you know messing with me at the at the, at the E club. So okay, so you know, so we went up there. So Paul is still like in green on green. You know, yeah. he's in restriction. So when I tell you, oh, in his uh, utilities. Yeah. So the guys utilities. Yeah. No, not utilities. Yeah, you know, the the sweatpants, the green sweatpants. Oh, he had the sweats. The PT, the PT, PT gear. The PT gear. Yeah. So, so it's this. I know the Navy guy. And it's kind of built too. But Poe, you, you can see like if you, you see Poe, you can see the difference. You know, you can feel his pressing. Yeah. So Poe got there. So the other guys started talking. Shit was like, yo, what the hell are you gonna do? Blah 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 blah. So Poe was like, I ain't gonna do nothing. I'm just gonna knock you out. <laughs> Boom, one punch. Like it's just like you know when you get when you get punched, you know you fall down. Nah, this guy just kind of like flew, like a movie type of thing. He flew. Like he flew. <laughs> so you know we ran back to the barracks, the MPs, you know, because you know they saw him, you know. Yeah. Like, he's the only guy six six, built like a football player, and plus he was on, in PT gear. Yeah. He got so caught. He got caught. Oh man! And then they so so they're trying to like oh you you know who you was with so Paul would not would not snitch on nobody yeah he was like that was just me like really so they already knew it was me and Miss Mum yeah and, you know because actually we are like we were like um so we were the like the tallest guy in the in the whole group yeah from that class but so it's like man do you ever know. see him again after that. Nah, I didn't bump into him. That's it. That was the last time I saw Pope. Oh shit, so, man! I mean, we kept in touch over the phone. You know, he got stationed um, in Buford. Okay. So he was out there. Okay. Oh, so he's still. I'm sure he just got oh, in no, trouble. He, oh, he did that do after that. But he, it was just trouble. Trouble just following. <laughs> uh, he was just a lot of fighting. Like he never adjusted. He never adjusted. Mm-mm. And that's I seen that a lot. <laughs> yeah, you see that in some of the guys that they just. You can't seem to stay out of trouble. Like, come on, man! No, it, you got a hot temper. Yeah. No. So, you, how, so school was two months long. Two months long. Yeah. Uh, you get your orders to your first duty station after you're done with school. Oh, yeah. uh, where did you? Where was your first duty station? Where did you get orders to? North Carolina, New River. New River, New North River, Carolina. Yeah, New River Air Station. I remember. So I was. The, I got stationed to VMM two sixty three. Okay. It's the Osprey Squadron. And so my unit wasn't wasn't there. They were deployed still. 
Okay. So I ended up going to a support squadron, which is Miles, Miles 26. Okay. So when my unit got back, you know, I had to go report into my new unit. How long were they? Were they, they were they on a, a mew or something? Yeah, or? They, no, they were. They went to the dirt. Oh, okay. So they're in. Oh, it's. They went to. I think they came back from Afghanistan. Okay. Oh, so what? You know what? I didn't mention. I didn't ask that. I think at the beginning. What year did you end up joining? Oh, 2007. 2007. So, so yeah. by this time, it was still 2007. No, 2008. 2008. Okay. So yeah, during during the war. So, so they were out in the dirt. So they came back. So when they came back, you know. I didn't know anything about the job because whatever the teacher at the schoolhouse is completely different. What you want to be doing at the squadron? At the squadron. So. But, so when you first got to to school, I mean to your duty station, um, I think you had mentioned this. We were talking before this. Um, you didn't have you had your log ons or something like that, and then you just weren't doing anything. Yeah, because I didn't have no login. You know, I didn't have anything. So. Pretty much everybody's busy, you know, because they're trying to turn in the, you know, trying to get the all the aircraft back. Yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, moving parts. So, you know, I don't want to feel, you know, I don't want to be useless. So, you know, I will ask around, hey, do you need help with something? Like, no, you know, go ask. The, I remember. So I asked the sergeant. Sergeant told me that. Uh, no, I asked the staff sergeant. Staff sergeant told me go, you know, go see the sergeant. The sergeant told me go see the corporal. And I think at the time it was a PFC. Okay. And then even even I went to the Lance Corporal, the only Lance Corporal that was there. Yeah. He's like, no man, we ain't got nothing for you right now. So I, I don't have nothing to do. Like, yeah. At this point, you, you pretty much checked with everybody. Yeah, I checked with everybody. So so I, I literally just took a chair, sat in the corner, because you know I couldn't even log into the computer. Yeah. So I was just sitting there. So I was falling asleep. I remember that day. <laughs> I was falling that day. So. Um, I remember Stassan Ortiz came and kicked the chair and I fell down. So I got up like so quick, like I was ready to fight. Yeah. And then I realized where I was. And then, you know, he kicked me out the he kicked me out of the um out of the office or the shop. So we outside. So at this point now he tells me to lack my body. When he told me to lack my body, I like my body, right? But then, you know, he's yelling, it's fine, it's okay. You know, he's telling me, Oh, you're a new marine. You know, this is the first inspection that you're giving me, da 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 And then he gave me the time, you know, he gave me a chance to talk. I'm like, well, that's fine. I ask you if you need to help or something, you tell me no. And I ask every single body in the office, you tell me no. So, but I have this little smirk in my face, you know, like, and I keep, like, moving my shoulders like I don't care, right? You yeah. When you do that. So I guess he, he noticed that. So he started grabbing my blouse. So when he grabbed my blouse, I punch him on his hand. Like, literally, I I was like, and I told him, like, you can do whatever, you can yell all you want, but don't ever touch me. Yeah. So, I, you know, so I got in, I got in a little trouble. I thought, I thought I was going to get in some real trouble. I was going to get NJP or something because, you know, I hit a stop and see up in the hand. Yeah. But, no, nah, it didn't work out that way. Well, that's good. You didn't get in trouble, man. Nah. So, I mean, I got lucky because um, he was known for putting the hands of Marine. Okay. So... And the chief one officer, chief one officer Rios, I remember his name. He, you know, because he, when he wrote the report, he read it. So he called me into his office. He was like, this, this is the way it happened. I was like, well, except for that part that, see, that he forgot to put that, you know, he had sold to me pretty much. That's yeah. what happened. So then I explained to him what happened. And then I remember that day. So he told me to get out the office. I went back to the shop because in the squad base, it's like 
and the ceiling, like, you know, it's just long walls, but the ceilings are open. So you can hear, you know, if somebody's yelling, you're going to hear it. Yeah. Man, you can hear that you want up for the chewing his ass. Really? Like, for putting his hands on you first? Because, yeah. you know, he came from that same deployment, because he hit somebody with the rifle. Oh, like, shit. I don't know. I thought, you know, I felt like this guy was living in a movie or something. Like, he literally grabbed this guy and hit him with the, with the rifle in the mm. stomach. Really? Yeah. Man. So and then from that day, I mean, we never, we bump heads. Like, yeah. It was more like, you know, you got to respect the rank. Because, you know, one thing about me, I always respected the rank. No matter, you know, I didn't like you as a person, but or as a boss or whatever, but I respect the rank. Yeah. And, you know, he put me in night crew for the rest of the time. Oh, man. So your job, was it, did you have shifts that you had to have to do? You're supposed to have shift, like, as far as, like, you're supposed to rotate every between the, every three months to six months. Okay. I never got rotated. You were always night 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 shift. Night shift. It was me and Sergeant Major. Nice oh, rest man. In peace. So, so what's that? Rest in peace. He passed away. Oh man. R.I.P. Yeah. Sergeant Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, cool guy. Pour, man. Pour, guy. pour one out for for Sergeant Mitchell, man. Um. So you finally. You know that, so that was right when you had just checked in. Yes, God, man. Like literally three days after I checked in into that unit. Oh man, uh, you're so now. Okay, so now you're there at your unit. Um, what's what's a normal day for you? Like, what did you do as a normal? If you can say, what did you do as a normal job? Like normal job. I mean, so usually, I mean, you come in in the morning, actually. Well, I was night crew. Night so crew. I, I would come in around 3.30, sometimes 4, depends. Afternoon? Afternoon, yeah. And then we get the turnaround from day crew. Okay. After we get the, you know, the turnaround. So whatever day crew couldn't finish, we have to finish. And, and it was it was um, aircraft maintenance. So was it uh, paperwork for so that? It's a lot of yeah, paperwork. For us, it's paperwork. For the maintainers, which is, you know, you got fly line, ordnance, airframes. I keep forgetting about one shop. Um, QA. So all, 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 is that called like quality assurance or something? Yeah, quality assurance. Yeah, QA. For the, uh, for the aircraft. For the aircraft. So so pretty much they the one, they do the work, right, and the aircraft. So they put the work on it. They do the work, and then we record it. We put everything in the books. So okay. It's, it's four books. So depends on the depend on, depends on the shop. So let's say fly line... Has to mess with the agent, with the engines or the propeller. Okay. Then you know whatever they did, we have to put it in the book. Like we we keep track of everything they do. So record keeping of what anything that that the aircraft did. Yeah. Anytime it, it turned on and was used, mm-hmm. it was log. The log was kept. Yeah. So we record all the data, every single one. You know. So paper, notebook. Paper. Yeah, so the books, the, actually, the green, the green notebooks. You had the log no, everything. Not, not with the green. So we <laughs> have these books. It's four books. So it's breaking down into like you know the engine, propellers, airframes, and I forgot the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the guy, I always forget one of the books. So depends on what shop did the work. You put it, you know, you put the data inside that book. Inside the book, and that's it. So the the trick with the with um with maintenance admin, it's like. Everything has to match the book. The books never run. Okay. It's like it's very rare when the books are wrong. Like, so whatever the like the flight or anybody whatever their records are has to match. 
our books. Your books. Yes. Okay. I mean, as a main examiner, man, you don't get that much respect either, because you know you're in, you're in the AC, what the you know the main, um, the maintainers, you know, they're out there in the cold or heat. Yeah, so they're we, in the they're in the bay yeah. working on the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And or at the hangar or or the fly, yeah the hangar and the fly line. So, but you know, it was cool. I mean, so the only time we went up there is like to verify whatever work they did or verify actually a piece of equipment or parts and stuff like that. So when something was replaced or anything fixed on the via, uh, the aircraft, mm-hmm. you had to yeah. keep track of it. That's it. Did you um, did you deploy? Yeah, when you I deployed. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did one mu, the twenty second mu. Then we deployed in two thousand nine. Okay. So was, what is mu? Uh, I you gotta remind me. May, I might might the, have it wrong. The mu is like you know the the aircraft. What is it? The, I'm gonna look it up too if I can. Uh, it's the navy ships like the, um, the I always, carriers. I always hear I always hear mu. The carriers, you know. And I should know this. I apologize, people listening, but like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, the Marine Expeditionary Unit. Yeah, Marine Expeditionary yeah, that one. See, I, I, I never couldn't remember that word. Yeah. <laughs> so many words I couldn't remember. So So that was, that was where did you go on that, that mule? Or? So in that mule, so we were supposed to be in support of uh, Afghanistan. Okay. So we was, um, what is it? So we stopped. Uh, we did. We stopped in some cool ports, man. We stopped in Spain, Greece, Dubai, Jordan, Bahrain. We stopped. We stopped in Bahrain like three times, man. Okay. Yeah, that was it. I mean, we like, you know. So was, you would stop at the port. You were on ship. Yeah, we were on ship, but we stopped in port like for six days, five days, sometimes. You four. get some limbo on that on oh, that time. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> that's when you see. How can I put it to you, man? That's when you see who who likes to drink. Yeah, <laughs> like seriously, like because you know you because you're on the boat, you were not the boat. You're on the ship. You know, there's no alcohol. There's, you know, you just work. You constantly work. You working. You working. Working. That's it. It's a twenty-four hour like you know ship, pretty much like you know. But once you go on port, man, it's just different, man. You let loose. What? <laughs> I got, I, see that one. I got stories, man. When I was in the ship, <laughs> we was in Spain, right? And I remember the the captain of the ship, right? Yeah. I think it's a what it's a Fulberg um you know what we call Fulberg Colonel. Yeah. So so the captain of the ship at first, you know, we used to call him Obama because he looked like Obama, he sounded like Obama. Yeah. So he gave a speech, you know, we went to the to the flight deck. To the flight deck and um he gave a speech, please know hey, you know, be uh, be good, be mindful, you know, we're in a different country, different rules, please. And another thing, do not come to my ship wasted. Yeah. Because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to have nobody cleaning up, you know, cleaning up your throw up and stuff like that. All right, so cool. So it wasn't my, because, you know, you have to do um, duty, right? Yeah. So when you do duty, that means you, you you check in and check out who's leaving, who's coming in. Yeah. So guess what? So I'm on duty. So it was my time, to, you know, because, you know, we had uh, Cinderella curfew. For the E4s and below. Okay. It just sucks. So corporals and below, or E4 for, because it was Navy as well going yeah, on ship. Like, yeah, everybody like, you know, E4s and below. Cinderella. Cinderella. So that's what, midnight? Midnight. And then sergeants and, uh, from, e, from E5 and I think E7. Staff, E7. 
is uh, like you get to stay till like two, three o'clock in the morning, and then okay. from there, like you know, higher up, the higher center, up they stay. They don't. I think they have to be have to be back before six. Or okay. So, all right. So I'm just there. You know, we just you know it's, it's cold. No, yeah, no, no, it wasn't cold. So you know, we just you know waiting for people to you know you see people coming in and out the ramp because it's a huge ramp. You know, yeah. So so we noticed they like. Somebody's getting carried, right? I was like, damn, like, who's that? So we wait until, you know, so until the guy closed. Guess who it was? Who's that? The captain of the ship. <laughs> he was passed out. Like, four people was carrying. And I was like, in my mind, now that I'm thinking, you know, as I got older, I was like, what were you bringing to the, to the, you know, to the normal, you know, when he has to check in, you know, because you don't want to see Marines and Navy Sailor seeing the captain like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you take him through the back. I mean, he's the captain. Everybody knows who he is. Yeah, everybody knows who the captain yeah, is. Yeah, just take him through the back. Because, you know, because there's some there's two ways to get inside the ship. Yeah. So, so well, technically one way, but you can just go through the through the ramp where everybody goes to check in and check out, or you can go through the bottom. Okay. And that's it. I mean, but yeah, that happened. And then the <laughs> next day, he had uh, early in the morning, he had, you know, had everybody in the, in the flight. Say, like a, another safety brief? Yeah, well, to apologize. And then and he gave us two extra days. Oh, nice. So that, was, that was cool. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Like, you see the dumbest stuff in the, in the Mew. Yeah, I, I, I can't oh, imagine. I, I never got to go on that, but I always hear that, you know, you'd see people stumbling back, trying to make it back wow. to the ship. Oh, man. So. Uh, uh, from wherever you're at, you know, and... and I guess that's where you know, that's where the reputation I guess always yeah. precedes us. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it sure did, man. Going from port to port. Because <laughs> so, another one that happened. This one was big too. So the other one was because you know the the ships, right? They had to be escorted in with the little, you know, I call little, them little boats. The little tugboats or whatever yeah, they so are, they're know, escorted. So they they are around the, the ship. So why is this? Three Marines decided to go for a joyride. Or whatever you want to call it. In the little boat? In the little boat. Like, literally, like, we outside, like, in, um, we outside in the side of the ship smoking cigarettes. And we see these guys just going with it, just going with it. Yeah. And then that's it. They were done. Once they got, you know, they got, because they were drunk. Number one, they were drunk. Yeah. They don't remember what they did. And. Somebody it. say anything or did oh, they? Oh, no, they got called by the, you know, they got called by the, the little, I call it water police. Yeah. They got caught by them, and I said they brought him back to the captain, and then I'll see you and they see you send them back home. That's it. They sent so many Marines back home, it was crazy. Home, home. Yeah, they send you home, home. They, that's it. They don't want you there. They don't want you. So if you mess up bad enough on ship, they... Yeah, they, they send you home. Oh, shit. I guess probably to do the rest of your... I don't know, maybe... Yeah. No, they send you to a different union. Most likely you get NJP. NJP. And probably... Well, I don't think they will kick you out, but I, well, yeah. I don't know. NJ, NJP, for those listening, is a non-judicial punishment. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just getting... It's it's, it's yeah, pretty bad. It's bad, yeah. It's ruin, bad. Ruin your career. So, yeah. I mean, I, I got lucky. Because I remember that same... That same port. What was that one? Oh, crazy. No, I think it was Spain. I got super drunk, man. <laughs> so, my friends told me that I, like, as soon as I passed the female birthday, right? I was like, fuck, it's too hot. I said, I just got a butt ass nigga started running around the ship. Yeah, on ship? On ship, man. I was inside running butt ass nigga. 
and they're fine. Like I said, like they told me, like it wasn't for too long. Like it yeah, was like I run from you know from the female bird then all the way to our bird then, which is, and then I said. Now I woke up in the morning, everybody just laughing, like, hey, man, T.O., man, you wild, man. Like, I said, what happened? Like, man, you told the dirty, you told the duty butt-ass nigga to get the fuck out of that room. Really? Yeah, because we was combat cartridge, so it's like a bunch of Marines from different, you know, different MOAs all together. Yeah. And, but, you know, we didn't, like, you know, we didn't know each other. That's the first time we met, actually. But, you know, they told me, like, you know, the duty came, you know, the duty somebody from, from now. Whoever was on duty that was on that duty, but they knew us, you know. Yeah. So we, you know, you was butt ass naked. You told me to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. Like I was like, oh man. See, I call it Marine should never miss. <laughs> it should never mix, man. <clears throat> the um, so you go on Mew and you go to all these ports. You said Spain, yeah, Spain, Greece, Greece Dubai, Dubai. Did you? Part of this, did you end up going to Iraq or anything like that? No, we didn't. We didn't. You, you didn't. Know, we were supporting nothing because, you know, nothing popped up up there. You know, nothing happened. So we did stop in Kuwait for 30 days to do training. Yeah. Like, you know, because, you know, you have just the same way they do training in the, in the flight deck, constantly flying. Yeah. They have to do they have to do training in the, in the desert. Yeah. So Kuwait was there, so we was up there for 30 days, 30-something days, yeah. And then, and again, I was night crew. Night crew again. <laughs> they kept you on night crew, man. You fucked up right from the beginning of yeah. getting to your duty station. You're on night crew. Nah, but you know what? That's cool. Because while everybody was working on deployment 24 hours, you know, 12 off and 12 on. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't working. Then Comba Cargo is like, you only work when you get, in, you, get the, you get the ship ready. Yeah. You know, so we got all the... the the home bees, the seven tons, you know, whatever vehicles they're going to bring, we have to chain it. So, okay. So, AAV, were AAVs on there? Yes, we have AAVs too. So we have to, so we work like no lie, a week straight. A week straight. Like we, chaining, that's it. Everything, getting everything ready, strapping everything and down. Then once we sell all the way, that's it. You're not working. We're done. So I did it smart. So every time I go see my, my, my chain of command, I'll pull my, what you call it, the, uh, the coveralls? Coveralls. The coveralls. So they're all dirty and everything. So, you know, I'll go see my staff. And I start saying, can I use the computer? He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, sure, man. You know, you look like you're working hard. Like, every day, starts You know, we had to get up in the morning. We had to check, you know, check the chain. You know, but I was never, I wasn't really doing anything. So yeah. once I'm done checking my computer, you know, sending emails to my family and friends, that's it. Take them off and that's it. Go to sleep all day. Or go play video games. Go That's play video games. Work out. Well, everybody, like, you see everybody, like, either going to work or coming to work, you know? Yeah. That's how you did. Nice, man. That sounds... Uh, I mean, I, I didn't mind. <laughs> I, I, keep it, I mean, Night Crew has his, uh, definitely has his benefits. Because, you know, I don't I don't get to see my, st- my, my staff sergeant or my gunny. Uh, so, between me and my sergeant at the time... Um, you know, we alternate. Yeah. Hey, you know, he'd be like, well, you know, we can both get like an extra, one extra, one extra day off or two. So which one do you want? So I usually pick Wednesday. Yeah. Because Wednesday and back in, in North Carolina, it was a dollar drink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> a dollar beer? Yeah, a dollar beer, like in two dollar shots, three, you know, and three dollars a mixed drink. <laughs> you can do a lot, you can do a lot with those prices. <laughs> 
and that's it. But yeah, so that's what it was. So I didn't, you know, I didn't mind. So, so after, after you're done with that, with that Mew, you come back. Um, what what were you then? Were you corporal yet? Or no, I wasn't corporal. I picked up when we got back. Right when we got back, I picked up. You picked up corporal. Yeah, I missed the school by three points in the ship. Oh, okay. While everybody picked up. And while everybody picked up, you missed it by three points. I am. I'm the coolest Lance Cobra there was. So. <laughs> it's like, I was cool to everybody. Like, nobody messed with me. You know? Yeah. Like, the sergeant was pretty cool. Like, we only, you know, because, you know, sometimes you get cool with your sergeants. Like, so, I never called them sergeant unless it was somebody, you know. Else higher. A higher or equal. Yeah. So, anybody, you know. But, you know, like, I kept it professional. That's one thing I did. I yeah. always kept it professional. But, like I said, it was cool. I, yeah, no, I, I understand that. And everybody, like, I remember when I picked everybody, man, shit, they done fucked up. They, they just gave this guy a little power. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why everybody had that perception of me. Like, you know, like, I mean, I was cool, man. I didn't care. I mean, I did my job. That's it. Yeah. That's all I did. Did my job and keep it moving. Did you um, re-enlist at, after? Nah, so I ended up getting in trouble, though. Okay. I got a DUI, like literally right when we got back from the from the mute. From the mute, you got a DUI from one of your Wednesdays. Man, not even one of my Wednesdays for being thirsty. <laughs> so I remember that day. So you know, I was I was messing with this little girl. You know, well not little, this chick. You know, that's but so me being who I am at the time back then, I was talking to this girl. She gave me green line. Yeah, and just to let you know, like, I came from this from this girl house. I went to the club. I stopped at the club for like thirty minutes. This girl gave me green line, and I went. You're going back to her. To her. That's when I got my DUI. Oh man! But she would never call me or text me. Hold on, no, no. Oh no, my fact. Let me take it back. Oh no, let me rephrase that. So when I got out from the club, you know, actually, yeah, I remember. So, you know, I was at this girl's house, went to the club, right? Yeah. Left the club. I'm at the IHOP. Yeah. Shorty telling me, come get me. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> that's when I got my deal. That's, yeah, that's the Oh, man. man. That was in 2010, man. That was in 2010. Jeez. And so, but I got lucky. I got lucky because, um, so... The way it happened, the reason I got lucky was because I got the DUI, right? Yeah. Um, I ended up in jail. Stash didn't come pick me up. Um, uh, I mean, you know, they do a little investigation what happened. So yeah. They, so they waited for the they waited for the the court day. Okay. So I was found guilty. So when I found guilty, so this is the way I got lucky because we were still part of the mu. Okay. So when you attach to the MU, so that means every decision has to come from the, the MU CEO, right? So as soon as, so the next day, we was, you know, everything, we was going to go back to our command. That means yeah. our CEO take charge of the squadron. Okay. So that's how I got lucky. So meaning, so when, you know, I got released, so I'm sorry, when my court day finished, I went back to the squadron. I remember Sergeant Taylor came and grabbed me, yo. Come here, sign this. It was the six you want to find instead of getting NJP. So the reason that happened because we were still part of the the mu or the mu and the mu was like so the mu was like well give me six you want to find you know that that was the recommendation from the CEO from the mu CEO give me yeah. six you want to find because you know that's what usually happens Marines come from deployment they get in trouble yeah and that's what happened to me 
And you got in trouble. For and then they so, just kind of let, they, they didn't give you NJP. Yeah, so I kept my rights. Nice. So, you know, they just, you know, so well, that made it hard. So that made it hard for me to rent less. That made it hard for you. So you only did, so what, what year was, uh, I got on 2011. So from 07 to 2011. Okay, four years. Oh, I thought you had. To, I thought you were a little, a little longer. No, I did. So that was my active duty time. So, right when that time finished, you know, because I tried to reenlist. I even, I even request mass. I went. To, the CG gave me a letter of recommendation. Um, but you know, I couldn't. CG commanding general. Commanding general. Yeah, I went to see them because you know I did everything right. You know, everything yeah. that was asked of me during. Because you know my. Um, so let me take it back a little bit. So. When I got my DUI and all, and all that stuff happened, my unit was scheduled to deploy. Okay. So they were scheduled to deploy to Haiti. I don't know if you remember what, um, 2011. 2000, Haiti, was that the earthquake or something, something like that? Something with Haiti, you know, they were supposed to go up there and support. Yeah. So so they pulled me back in Mile 26. I went back my, I went back to Mile 26. So and I met um, Master Sergeant Pat, Pat, which is coolest female Marine I ever met in my life. Well, yeah. One of the coolest female I ever met in my life. Like, she knew what happened with me. Yeah. So she, you know, she pulled me into the office. Well, at the time, she was a gun. And um, and she was like, hey, what are your plans are? Because, you know, I, I always believe, you know, she believed in second chance. Yeah. You know, in the Marines, you don't really get that many chances if you get in trouble. Once you get in trouble, you're done, pretty much. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so we're trying to get you re-enlisted. So let's do, so we had a meeting with the CEO and the Sergeant Major. So they say, okay, the Marine does, if he can do this by this time, we sign up on his re-enlistment. And then I did everything. I remember the CEO saying no, because I know the Marine and his unit got got a, got a DUI, and he, he didn't sign his re-enlistment. So it was just like, you know, I ended up requesting mass. So you you did what you were asked of yeah, to so. complete, so you could, so they so could. I, so I get re-enlisted. So you could re-enlist, and so, then it turned, came out that they didn't, even though you did it, they didn't sign your papers. Yeah, they didn't. So, so then you request mass. So I request mass. So we went to <laughs> we went to go see the CG. Which was a cool guy, you know. There was uh, what is it? I forgot General Davis, I think, at the time. Yeah. And he um, he was like he kept it he kept, he kept it one hundred. Like look, I mean, I cannot sign up. I cannot you know get you a boss space. I could give you a recommendation letter, which is, you know, coming from the general who holds a lot of weight. So I was trying to go, so now I'm trying to, instead of going active, so I was, I was trying to go, uh, what is it, active reserve. Okay. So I had a chance to go there. Active reserve. Mm-hmm. So that took too long. It was taking too long. So that's how I ended up here. Here at, uh, at the you know, DMV area. DMV area. Because I was working at the Pentagon. Okay, you're at the so, Pentagon. Oh, because I ended up joining the reservists. Okay. So my, what is it? My unit was in Florida. Even that I was stationed, even that I was, you know, what is it, drilling out of... Out of here, Virginia? No, North Carolina. No, North Carolina. Okay. So, there was the, this gunny, uh, what is his last name? Ramirez. Okay. We used to call it Ramirita. So, she came from the Pentagon. She was stationed at the Pentagon. And she knew, she saw my package. And she was like, hey, they need a driver at the Pentagon. I mean, take it. So she's playing to me, like, the benefits if I take it and then trying to join in from there. So, okay, I listened to her, so I ended up here. So you ended up here driving, being a driving. driver? So I so I ended up, so I got here in 2013, January 2013. 
And then the whole time I was active duty. You were active duty. Without being in an active component. Okay. So I was a reserve component and active duty order. Okay. So that's what I ended up doing from 2013 all the way to 2018. Really? Yes. Man. And so, and, you know, which is rare. That's really, the, you know, that's very rare. Like when you see a Marine going through. It, it, during that time, you were, you picked up sergeant? Or? Yeah, I picked up sergeant. Yeah. So I picked up sergeant. So you weren't at a, so you were 2007 to 2011. Mm-hmm. You were active. Then you went reserve for, for year. two years, mm-hmm. a year, year and change. For a year and change, yes. And then 2013, you went back to active here in D.C. at the Pentagon. Yes, sir. Until 2018. But, so you were active, but you weren't with the unit. With the unit, yes. You were a driver. I was, no, I was with the unit. I was, uh, so, OLAC, which is the Officer of Ledger's Affair. I think that's what Okay. So that was my unit. So, and in that, in that group, when I, well, that's a group. So, but that falls on the Henderson Hall. Okay, yeah, I've heard of Henderson Hall. So yeah, yeah so this so so we all fall on the Henderson Hall. Okay. So every 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 office at the Pentagon falls on the Henderson Hall. Henderson Hall. Yeah, you know, as far as like the administration side. And all yeah, as far as like the actual duty station. Duty station. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, so then, 2018, you you decide to. Well, I went through the medical board. Oh, okay. So, in 2006, no, 2015, you know, I'm still trying to re-enlist. Yeah. You know, again, I got in trouble at the Pentagon. <laughs> 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 so, but this one was in, you know, it was it wasn't my fault. You yeah. Know, I was accused. Uh, my the mother of my kids accused me of, you know, so she accused me of domestic violence, which is she, you know, she lied about it, and we went through court, you know. I was found not guilty, and um, so, but they gave me sixty one oh five. So as okay. soon as they gave me sixty one oh five, well, that was my second sixty one oh five. So, because I was in the below zone, so all that stuff disappeared pretty much. Like, so they gave me the below zone is that to pick up to pick up staff sergeant. So, so sixty one oh five is not easy to remove, especially when you're dealing with court meaning. Because I took it to the Naval, the, what is it, the Naval Board of Correction? Yep. And I got a letter saying, that, hey, we cannot remove this because uh, it's a matter of civil, civil, civil rights, civil cause. Civil something. suit or something. Something civil, you know. So I was like, wow. So so this is the part that I, that I always say, you know, I got screwed up because I didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah, know? but they still give you the 6105. Yeah, you know, the 6105, even that I have everybody... From my major, my colonel, which was my deputy, to my general, because I worked for a general, to say, you know, even the Henderson, Henderson Hall Command, they didn't remove it. You know, they couldn't do anything. Yeah. So, yeah, so, okay, boom. So, this, and so you had, at this point, you had a, you had a wife and kids. Yeah, no, no, I was just living with, I, I was. I or you had a, you had, just, you had children. Children, yeah. Okay. So, and that was it, so. <laughs> You know, I, I laughed because, you know, I could have, you know, I could have picked up staff. Yeah. And I didn't. So she took that away from me because, you know, she she this, she was feeling some type of way. But, hey, you know, that's another story for Yeah, well, you, you don't have to, yeah. You, no, but, yeah, so that's, so I was going, because uh, I was already, like, going through a lot of stuff there, you know, injuries pretty much. Okay. But I was sucking it up because I really wanted to do 20. You know, I wanted to stay in. Yeah. But from the, so, so when, you know, when, you know, like I was not going to medical or anything like that. When I found out 
hey, you know, you're not going to be able to pick up. So I was like, you know what? So I went to medical. The doctors found some more stuff. I was going to say, did they, did somebody tell you or, or were you, did you have the knowledge to start going to medical? No, just, well, my, cause my, my stepson at the time, he told me, Hey, go to medical, man. Cause you know, once, you know, when he noticed that I wasn't picking, you know, I was not going to pick up. I mean, there was, I was not going to pick up no time soon. Yeah. Cause you know, that's 6105. Um, he was like, just go to medical, man. You know, and then boom, I started going to medical, ankles, knee, back, shoulder. I was like, oh, I mean, it's crazy because, like, before I find out about those injuries, I was fine. You know, I feel yeah. a little pain here, but okay. You just deal with it. But once they tell me, you know, it was listed that this was what's wrong with you. Yeah. Oh, man, my, my neck, my back. Like, my neck, my, my neck and my back. Yeah, like, <laughs> everything, like, you know, so then... I didn't know how severe it was. You yeah. know, it was it was bad because you know I had to get surgery in my shoulder, ankle, and there was um and I had this thing on my back like we messed up with my joints. And okay. What is it? The sci- sciatic nerve. Your sciatic nerve. Yeah. So it was bad. So as I said so I went through the I went through the board. The medical board. The board so. And then so when you you EAS out of. Uh, you're about to EAS, I'm guessing that you go to the medical board. Did they retire you or did you no, EAS and then you go to... They just medically separate. Medic, medically separate. It's fancy, separated. It's a fancy way to to say, you know, you EAS through the medical side. Meaning they don't retire. They, okay. You just get out like, a, you know, like the, the same way you just left. Yeah. You know, when you get out, it's the same way. It just did, says medical. And did you have to go to the VA or how was that process? So the process was, so, you know, when you in, you go see the doctor, you go to all your appointments. Once the doctor puts you um, in three, what is it, limited duty. Okay. You know, so if he puts you in three for the same injury, then they automatically go to the board. Okay. You know, he recommends you to go to the board. And then as you go through the board, you know, you, st- you go through the board, you still go through your medical appointments and everything. And then the medical decides whether you get retired, medically separated, or whatever. So, I remember, so when I got my findings, so it was 90, 90, 10. So, I did a rebuttal. Because, you know, my lawyer was like, no, no, we're not settling for this. So, they came back again. So, now they're trying to give me, so 20, 90. No. I said, it was like, at least we're looking for 30, for 30, 100. Because, you know, basing your, Based in your in your medical record and what the doctors recommended, you should be retired. You should be retired. Yeah, my my medical record was at least like like two thousand pages or more. Oh really? Yeah, it was very like, it was thick. Thick. So then finally came to tw- uh, what is it? Ten hundred. So I was like, it was like, well, this is the third time because you can only report it three times. Okay. All right. So for you know, I signed, I took it. So they gave me ten DOD, one hundred percent VA. So I went to go see my doctor. I told him what happened. I gave him the news. He was like, "No, I don't think that's fair," because I see, I see a lot of service members getting retired for less, and you really do have condition, you know, like because it's your joints. Yeah. So, and then he was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm recommending you for a second board," okay. which is. I'm allowed to do it, right? Yeah. So when that happened, at this point, Henderson Hall Command didn't want to, they didn't want me to go in the second board. Okay. Because they said, okay, you know, you already got to take care of it. So 
you already signed this document. Why yeah, well, I mean, you can, I can sign it. It doesn't matter. Like, that's not going to change anything. Yeah. You know? So, so in order for me to go to the second board, Henderson has to stand my orders. Okay. And they will not do it, which is illegal because I'm going through a medical, you know, this is, a, you know, medical doesn't mess. You know, what I was told, medical doesn't mess with command and command never mess with medical. Yeah. You know, they, never, they don't mix. So, so, you know, I remember that Sergeant Major gave me a hard time. I remember Master Sergeant gave me a hard time. So, you know, I kept my cool because I was like, I was this close to go off on these people, like, stop punching people. Like, and so finally, mm-hmm. I remember the, it was getting close to my EAS, right? Mm-hmm. They would not sign my, my, my standard orders, so I had to request mass. You request mass again? For the second time. And the same thing happened. So, how can I put it to you? So, when I request mass, the CEO was pissed, Sergeant Major was pissed. I was like, hey, I, you know, in my mind, I'm like, why are you acting all pissed when you know what's going on? You're the one saying no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to take care of me. So, I request mass to Chronicle, right? So, the CG, right? So, the CG wasn't available. So, the, the, the base CEO, had to take care of the case. So I went there. So come to find out the base CEO is cool with the, the Henderson OCO. <laughs> so before I got there, before I got in audio with the with the base CEO, I already, you know, he already knew what like he, he already, already he already gave me my answer. Yeah. So that's it. It wasn't no. So up to this day I'm still fighting it. You know, for my for my medical retirement. Basically. For your medical retirement. Yeah, I'm still fine. Through the through the Marine Corps, not not, not the VA, because the VA gave you 100 percent. 100 percent. I'm trying to get the so I'm trying to get 30 percent DOD. Okay. So once you, so that's it. So you can so I can be available. So I can be a, available for medical care at any base. At any base. Yes. Okay. So that's what I'm looking for. So that oh, there's a difference. So you, with with the VA, you have you can you have coverage through the VA. Yeah, through the VA. But with the DOD, so it's like so thirty percent with DOD, you'll be able to get medical. Yeah, uh, medical and some. I mean, I heard, well, I don't hurt, but you know, a lot of people when it's combat related and you get medically separated, they get like a pension. You get a pension. Yeah. Okay. So so that's like you know that's been my fight for the longest. So that's yeah. so, so for those listening, if you're still in, you know, <laughs> yeah. you better work, work on that or just, you know, keep your ducks in a row. Yeah, and, and keep your documents in place. Um, trust me, like I always say this, take care of, you know, take care of yourself first. Because from my experience, I mean, I trusted, I trusted Marines, higher ups. Yeah. They didn't take care of me. Yeah. That's my experience. I mean, everybody else is different, but Hold have me. your paperwork. Yeah. Always have your paperwork. Yes. All right, hold on two seconds. Back then, I was more bill. Yeah. So, so it was like, I started it over again. So it kind of like, they were like, this, this guy look healthy. Yeah. So they just base it on your, your appearance. Just, your appearance, which is not. Trust me, pain, like, you know, internal pain is the, is the worst, man. Yeah, man. Especially like, because I remember one point. Your shoulder, like, you, you look fine, but you know your, your shoulder your pain. Shoulder, like, you move. When I move, it's pain. When I yeah. go to sleep, I, you know, I can, you know, I cannot go to sleep well because, you know, I'm in pain. Sometimes the pain wakes me, like when I get the stuff in my back. Yeah. And that pain wakes me up. Like in the middle of the night. And that's saying I stay up. Man. So, because, you know, I refuse to take pills. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the you know, yeah, I, I don't know where I was going to go with that, but 
you know, it was a mentality too that like back in the day that was like, you know, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, it was just like you suck it up, man. You su- yeah, suck it up. I mean, because I'm not going to sacrifice my body if you're not going to take care of me. That was my thing. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sacrifice my body. Because, you know, I could I, I could have sucked it up. You know, I mean, it's not going to, you know, it's not the best idea. But, you know, like, I'm, I'm going, I'm getting something out of it. I'm getting into retirement. I'm getting yeah. a 20, you know, 20 year retirement. Yeah. Because look at that. If I would have been staying. I mean, it's it's. I would be retiring like next year or the, the the year after. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but you know, it, it's not things that they really teach you. Nah, they don't. And and it, I mean, it's the it's the Marine Corps, you know, it's the military. They're gonna use their you, you're, you're an object. Yeah, to them and and you're replaceable. There's always gonna be young, young guys coming in, you know. Yeah. Fresh, fresh bodies, fresh minds, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they use you like, like a, like gonna, a sponge. They're man. gonna make the money. You know, they're gonna get the money worth. Man. Yeah, That's they it. squeeze as much they yeah. as they can out of you. And when they're done with you, it's like, all right, yeah. good luck going to the VA and <laughs> getting yeah, everything. That's exactly what the good luck. The sergeant you tell me, like, hey, good luck with the VA. I know they're gonna take care of you. That's it. That's like remember. That's exactly. What is that what he said? Yeah. Good luck with the VA. And I have that, and I have his email going through my lawyer. Him and my lawyer, like, which is he's not supposed to, but they did because I authorize it. And they have an email talking about what well, the VA is going to take care of him. Then we're not we're not going to approve his order. So I don't yeah. Know, wow. He's not supposed to, man. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. messed up, man. So you you get out your um, this twenty eighteen. Yeah, 2018, January. January 2018, you get out. What do you, uh, you know, you did you deal with the VA after that? Yeah, I have to deal with the VA at first. Yeah. At first. Um, it, was it was it right away that you ended up getting the disability or? Uh, yes, pretty much. Because uh, I think I got it faster because I was going through the board. Okay. So when you go through the board, it's faster. Like, I, like as soon as I, as soon as, because my paperwork was done for me. Yeah. So as soon as I got out, remember I got out January, January twenty sixth or twenty eighth. Then by the not February but March, that's when I got my first paycheck from the VA. From the VA. Nice. That's it. The um, did you have anything planned when you got out? Did you were you would no. you have a job or you just got out and I just like, got out because like I said I didn't I didn't have a. I didn't have no plan due to the fact that I was thinking that I was, you know, I was going to be able to stay in. That you were going to stay in. They were trying to get your orders to to stay in. Yeah, to stay in, but that didn't happen. And um, I mean, I just didn't like. I feel like you know, I lost my motivation. You know, I yeah. Was like, well, when I get out, I go to school. You know, school was like my my fallback plan. Yeah. And but that didn't happen either. So. So you stayed. You stayed here in the DMV area. Yeah, I stayed here in the DMV area because I mean. Because when I got out, they gave me uh, they gave me compensation money too. Okay. So you know that helps a lot too. And then and then I started looking for like I took a break for like a two months two month break. Yeah. You know I didn't want to do anything with work. And then after you know then I got bored at home. I was I was I was losing my mind. So I started um started looking for work. And yeah. Then I worked for there's a program called VCP. Okay. Ver- Veterans Curriculum Program. Okay, which is uh, it's only for veterans. You know they help you, so they 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 give you work, 
for three months. And, but mainly the main job is to help you with resources okay. to get a job that you want, that, you know, the job that you want. Veteran, what's it called? VCP, Veterans. Career. No, correct. Uh, just type VCP. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now uh, to see if we, can, if we can take a look at this. We can. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, so it's an archaeology, uh, something with archaeology. VCP. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. VCP. Right there. Veteran Curation. What is it? I don't know. Oh, Veterans Curation Program. Yes, that's the one I want. The one in Alexandria. Okay. So, you know, that's a good... I think it's a good thing for Marines or for any veterans. You know, if you don't have any plan or anything like that, you can always fall on that. I mean, it's a, it's a type of work that you're not going to be working, working. Yeah, but it's giving you something to do. Give you something to do, like, as far as, because they deal with archaeology. So okay. So it's like you becoming a, a technician, you know. Okay. And and that's it. So. So they, then you had something to do at least. Yeah, you know, you like, they pay you by the hours. Okay. And at the same time, they like I said, they help you. They give you the resources for you to get a job. That's how, that's how I got this job. Well. Working on uh, CBP. You were working for customs. For customs, yes, because the the so because I, I told him that I was looking for a federal job. Okay. And so they did a what is a, a hiring job? Uh, uh, hiring, uh, it was like a hiring of a hiring an event. Event, the hiring event. So it's all the it's federal. Yeah, all federal. And that's it. And that's how you got your foot in the door. That's you, how I got my foot. Yeah, with CBP. It was. Um, Direct hire. You were a direct hire, right? You didn't. Did you? Yeah, you just, did you just go to this event and pretty much got the it. job and yes. you were, you were in. I was in. Yes. You didn't have to go through USA Jobs or nothing like no, that. Nothing like that. So I was, I was like I said, it was cool. <laughs> so, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good way to do it because I mean, so. you know a lot of people. If you go on on USA Jobs, it can be a little tough, and yeah. you got to go through all their algorithms to make sure you get all the way through. And for the most, you know, I think I don't know if I'm, I may be wrong, and uh, you know. No. Usually, they have someone in mind already yeah. when a job position goes out, yes. and you got to do your best. I mean, we do get veterans preference. I think it's like five points or something it's like 10, that. Ten. ten. Well, you get ten, I think, because you're disabled. Yes, you're a disabled veteran. Well, if you're a disabled veteran, you get ten. Yeah. Ten points. Yeah, I only get five. I'm not a disabled veteran. I'm still trying to get. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to get to my disability through through the VA, but. Uh, so that yeah, that's good to that, that's good to have that program. Maybe I have to look them up and see, you know, yeah, if I could, uh, you know, hopefully on here, maybe I could I could use them no, as a plug for for veterans getting out because I didn't have that, you know, myself getting out of the. No, uh, no. You you get out of the of the military, and I said it on my episode, like and others, you know, people just go back home. That's it. To they go back home to where they're at, where they're from, and. Most of the time, there's not much for a job, you know, and then you just go back to your your old ways. Well, you yeah, know. pretty much. I mean, you go back to your old ways, and you know this. What you did sounds like they kept you busy. Yeah, You're getting paid. Getting paid. And then they were like, "Well, hey, I need a job. I want a job federally, 
yeah. and they hooked you up with it. So, so, so they use the contact. And that's you know that's what they're getting from contacts. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're getting the money for. So okay, cool. A lot of people are like, well, my group, my class, we 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 got good. Some of us got some good jobs. Yeah. Well, now you got your your foot in the door, man. You're you're federal employee. Yeah. You know, um, and you know we're getting close to to close to almost all of my questions that I got, but. So we did find out that you did have some uh, service-related injuries. Um, have you kept in touch with anybody uh, yes, that you I were stationed mean, with? Or? Yeah, yeah, actually, um, my, my friends that I met in North Carolina, we, you know, we tight. You still text and stuff we like still that? Text. Actually, we video chat every day. You know, we nah, that's groups, good, man. So we, you know, messengers and Facebook, you know, when one, you know, when one's calling, then we all answer. We just talk and whatever, we crack jokes. We talk about anything, you know? Yeah, anything, current events, oh, old. So. talk about old times. Oh, yeah. Mainly we talk about the times that we got into a lot of fights at the bars, clubs, <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> you know? And then like, we try to get together at least once a year. Yeah. Twice a year, so, I mean, it's cool, like, you know? And then from here, when I got out from here, um, like I said, my old, my, old, my old first sergeant, like I said, she she saved my life so many times in the Marine Corps. Like you know, yeah. she saved my career so yeah. many times. Like as far as like, not because I did something wrong, because people not doing their jobs. She helped you out. She because she she's like I would say she's the god of admin. Like she yeah. knows her shit. Like you cannot like if you're gonna come like if you're gonna come to her with some bullshit. Trust me, she already know the answer, and she will tell you, hey, go look at the manual. Go look at this. This is not the way you should, like I said, she knows her stuff. That's She's good, really, man. She helped me out a lot. And not just that, she gave me a lot of advice in life. You know, we keep in contact too. Like, you know, when she has an event or something, you know, well, again with the kids, you know, basketball, or no, baseball, yeah. she invites me and I go to the house and That's stuff. good, man. You get to keep in touch with the, some of the people. It's yeah. good that, that we, yeah. that you got to do that, you know. Um, if you could go back in your service, what if what would you what would you change if you could change anything what what would you change anything well experience nothing i would i would do everything the same but what the thing that i would do different i would i would go i would stay in school while i was serving while you were serving yes cuz i feel like you always need a safety net yeah you got to it's good to keep it's easier you have more time you don't think and i said this before in another episode as well you have more time than you think. Yeah, you, you, because you do your job, and you go to your, you know, whatever you, the morning formation, whatever, do your job, come home at the end of the night. If you, even when you have a family, you still have, you should have some you know, time. You have time because you got to think about it, like you said. And it's being paid for. And it's being paid for. Then you go home. All you got to do is just what is it? You want to spend the next three hours in school? Yeah. And that's it. So, yeah, so I didn't, you know, I mean, I took one class here, one class there, but it was never consistent. Never consistent. So, but yeah, that's the, that's the one thing I would change. Stay in school. What, um, what are habits that you think you picked up, whether good or bad, for the Marine Corps, a habit that you're like, (laughs) well, the bad habit that I have is more like, when I first got out, it was like, uh, I was drinking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, well, no, well, when I was in, pretty much, whatever. Yeah, I was just everything was just with a drink. Hey, let's go out for a drink. Let's drink here. Let's drink that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I kind of like you know I slowed down on that now as I yeah. get older. 
Yeah. You know, because I used to get shit face, man. I used to get shit face. I feel like that's one of the, that's a, it's a common, uh, common denominator for a lot of us yeah. is, is the, is the drinking, um, you know, I guess you, you, as, as while you're in, you, you train and you work, yeah, you work. hard. Yes. And then when you finally get some free time, you want to, you drink. You drink. I mean, and you're with your boys. Yeah, because, I mean, working, working, like, you know, you know this, like, working, uh, like, with, like uh, in an office with full of Marines, this is stressful. It's yeah. very stressful because it's like, especially when you the lowest rank, you got to do everything right. Yeah. You know, because no matter what, even though the, if you messed up, it's going to fall on your sergeant or your corporal, your yeah. NCO. And it's instant but, feedback. You're gonna know you fucked yeah, up you're gonna right realize, away. Like it was gonna mess you, which is good. Like that's why. Like this is the positive part, right? Like, like my work ethic is better. Yeah, like I feel that's like a good I, habit. It's a good habit. Like I'm like my work comes first. You yeah. know, because at the end of it, you know, that's why you know work is that what pays the bills. You know, right? Yeah. That. So you know, I try to do everything right the first time. If I don't get it right, that's the first time. I make sure I get it right the second time. And, you know, like, it helped me, like, things seem differently. Like, as far as, like, like I help people more. You know? Yeah. I'm less selfish than I was before. Like, you know, now, you know, things that matter now don't matter. Like, for example, like, when I was when I was in New York, I used to buy, like, $200 shoes, $150 pants. Now, I don't care, man. I just, $30 pants will do it. Yeah. You know, like... I see things differently, you know. Yeah. So, you know, and it actually, you know, it gave me, like, as far as, like, working out. You know, staying like, in shape. Staying in shape, you know. Like, the physical fitness. Yeah. I, I, I was, you know, I, I had that for a little while, and then I didn't have that for a little while. I mean, while. it happens, you know, family, work, you know, yeah. sometimes. Because, I mean, it happens to me. Like, you know, when I was living by myself, I was at the gym 24-7, but then when I got my son... Things change, you know, like, yeah. I started going less, like, I'd be lucky if I go three times a week. Yeah. Because, you know, I had to move around his schedule. Yeah, so, no, it gets tough when you hit, when you have the kids, man. Yeah, so, it's, but, you know, the fact, you know, I always look at it this way. If you can go to the gym 30, from 30 to 30 or 45 minutes a day, you're doing something. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. Well, I don't have any other questions, um... Do you have any questions for me? You, want, you know, I mean, not really, man. I mean, well, let's go now. <laughs> let's go. So how was, you know, I keep it, I keep it short and brief, man. So how was your experience in the Marine Corps? Tell me some of your stories. Oh uh, man, I, I, you know, I've told a few in in my episode. Um, what could I say that I didn't say in the other one? Uh, uh, you know, I guess going out. I, I'll give you one where we went out. Um, one time and we bunch again when you're with a, a group of buddies and you're all together there's always somebody that you can't somebody says something at the club and you know you're like oh man someone so and so is about to get in a fight and you're like oh here, yeah. we, here we go again <laughs> and I remember oh man I, there's so many yeah, pick, pick the more like the one you remember the most. Like the you, one I remember the most is this place. The main character. <laughs> it was in. I'll go with. Uh, we were in D.C. and we went to the club. About five of us, five six of us. Again, we always rolled deep. 
and everybody was drunk and we clubs closing lights come on last call we we go outside and everybody's fine and we end up me and my but one of my buddies uh, are outside and some bum comes up and asks for money mm-hmm. and I had a couple bucks of cash still I still had some cash so I was like yeah man here's cool you know uh and he was telling we were talking with him and you know you're drunk we we're just talking with the guy with the bum <laughs> and some other dude started talking shit to this guy you know to this to this bum and we're like bro leave him like leave the fuck alone like let him be, let, let him be man he's just asking for money you know leave, leave him be like what the fuck's yeah. your problem and he starts talking shit to us and then the rest of my guys from my platoon come out and we're all so we're all walking away and this talking shit next thing i know one of my buddies uh the the guy throws i don't remember who threw the first punch we'll just we'll go with that (laughs) but i just remember seeing him uh my boy throw a punch and hit this guy and he's got a bunch of his friends with him um, and it, we start getting this like rumble oh. at this like gas station <laughs> and everybody's fighting. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're, people are punching and kicking. And I remember one of my boys had this guy on the ground, uh, like they were balled up, like mm-hmm. balled up fighting <laughs> and he had him locked up with, uh, almost like, um, almost like a choke. Mm-hmm. But or he had him where if he his the guy was on the bottom and my boy had one of his arms like straight up, you know, like kinda like in a like if I if I give you a, a hug, my your left shoulder left so, arm is up yeah, okay, and okay. I got you in a in like a head like a lock. Uh, okay, yeah. I see that in the U what is it? UFC? Like UFC, yeah. yeah. It's like a like a lock like that. Oh, cause we were doing the the Marine Corps martial arts program. You know, it was oh, yeah. McMap oh, had, McMap. was just <laughs> McMap was like in its in its infancy. It was still being distributed out into because oh, yeah. I didn't have that in boot camp. There was no McMap. You feel like Bruce Lee, yeah, so we were all learning how to get. You know, we had our, I think our green belts at the time or something like that. Okay, okay. And uh, he had him locked up, and I just remember him banging this dude's head on the fucking gas pump like fucking beating him on there and we get back and you know we the, somebody yells cops cops come out and my boy one of my boy his girlfriend picks us up and like takes us like we leave you know <laughs> we get out of there no, nobody got arrested but we get to formation Monday morning and you know we all got some you know scrapes some scrapes and <laughs> some bruises yeah yeah and then our platoon sergeant comes out he's like why the fuck is some captain in eighth and i uh calling me that some of his marines one of his marines got the concussion oh, and, these, <laughs> and why the that you know somebody they said it was from tracks platoon and we're like what 
who the fuck said that? So, so I found out, we found out later one of my boys was like, yeah, tracks, motherfucker. And was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was putting our signature. You were putting our signature on them. We found out that they were a lot of the 8th and I Marines um, that we had beat up. And I mean, most of those guys are, are you know, like myself, I'm, I'm, you know, 5'11", almost six foot, like two, yeah, 230. Yeah. And besides myself being like six foot, a lot of the other guys in my platoon were taller than me oh. and bigger than me. And I don't think a lot of the eighth and nine Marines are, are is that big, that yeah. big as, as, oh. as we were. But I remember that fight. Yeah, we kicked their ass. We got We got our hand slapped by our platoon sergeant. No, nah, we I th- actually I think we got we got in trouble for that. Like they had us doing stupid shit. Stupid stuff. Yeah, stupid shit that week for for my buddy. That's my buddy yelling out tracks. Um, that's one of them. There'll be more. The, for those listening, more guests come out. There'll be more. There's a lot of a lot of fights out there. Yeah, that's a lot of fight. <laughs> I, mean, I can tell you this one too. Take this, I remember this one. Now you telling me that fight. Because <laughs> um, so we ended up so we was in, we was in uh, in Bahrain, right? Okay. So we coming back to the ship. So we, you know we taking first we had to take a shuttle, right, boss? And so you know, there's like these Marines always so you know they got drunk. I mean we don't know them, you know. It's yeah. a Different unit. So I remember Doc. You know you got a Doc. You know he was like. You know, you know, Doc is one of us, you know. Yeah, your Doc is, is, he's one of you. Yeah, so I remember, like, you know, so he's arguing with people, you know what I'm saying? And the next thing you know, one of the guys say the N-word to the Doc, right? Doc was like, the first reaction, he started fighting. Yeah. So I'm in the back, all the way at the back of the bus, right? So when I see Doc swinging, it's like, you know when you jump, right? Yeah. So I jump. I was running and, and I jumped and I started fighting. So we ended up fighting that group, right? So the next day it happened. So, so they at the they in the flight. Um, no, they, flight deck or not the flight. Well, the flight the the middle part. Okay, the middle part. I'm not sure. So yeah, I forgot the name. So they sitting, they having information. So the guys who come forward, they all man, we didn't know we fucked them up. Like when I say fuck them <laughs> up, up. So, and it's just happened, they work for a different um, um, unit, you know, aircraft unit, pretty much, a squadron, sorry. And and then I remember the whatever, I don't know who was in front of them. They're like, they, can you tell who what happened? So they explain what happened. Like, so they were Marine. Like, yes, they were Marine. So I thought they were like, oh, shit, they're going to they gonna, they gonna snitch on us. So luckily, the guy was drunk. So yeah. we ended up fucking him up. It was bad, like. When I tell you, he, he guy, didn't. He didn't. He didn't know who it was. No, nah, he didn't know who it was. So Damn. you know, we had a few, you know, a few scratches and stuff, but you know, like nothing <laughs> like to like. Okay, these two, these two group was fighting. Now it was just more like, like they got really bad. Cause we we looking at we looking at them like like no like like the face everything. Like, it was all swollen. Swollen like this guy. They had like something in the neck. It was like purple. I'm like oh shit, like that. So everybody like me and Doc and the rest of the guy like. Oh, hope they don't say anything because they say something because you know that's that's a soul yeah man (laughs) so and that's that happened man so but yeah well anyway man so yeah i was gonna say i mean i i have anything i don't have anything else if you don't have anything for me i mean the only thing i have for any any any, you know what any advice that you would you would give somebody who may be uh uh, enlisted or maybe just got out of the marine corps 
or, mean, or army or anything? Or? I mean, for the ones that still in, I mean, you know, just keep fighting, keep doing your job. I always say Marine always going to be as good as the leadership. So if you find somebody that can, you know, like find a role model, you know, somebody like a mentor. Yeah. You know, do your time. If you're going to do four, do four years honorably, get out, but don't get in trouble because, you know, like I tell people, don't get don't get caught in the mix. Yeah. Because I think, you know, like we mentioned before, we replace, you know, there's always somebody to replace. Yeah, we're, you're replaceable. So, you know, be smart, get so, you know, they're going to get everything out of you, so you get everything out of them. And like I say, I mean, like I said, I love the Marine Corps. I mean, no complaints. Yeah, man. Like I it never, made you who you are. Yeah, it made me who I am. Look, I'm still, still you rocking you rock, shirt, You're man. rocking the USMC shirt. Yeah, I mean, I even got tired of it. <laughs> you know, like you told me, this. I mean, it makes a big difference. And then for the ones getting out, have a plan, man. Don't wait for six months. To, you know, 12 months is good enough for you to have a plan. And, you know, make sure. If you, you know you're going to get out, start it. thinking about it a year ahead. And then start reaching out to all the resources out there. That can help you out get a job while you're still in. Yeah, you know a lot of a lot of service members, they wait for the like you know like I said I waited for the last for the last minute and I didn't have no plan or anything. Same. So, but you know there's a lot of resources out there. You know, believe it or not, like it's a lot easier now. Network, like you know, like networking while you're in. You know, yeah. Try to trying to be open. You know, because you never know. Like you know, the person that got out before you or uh, before you. If you're still in contact with that person, that person can hook you up with a job, yeah, or refer you for a job or something. But yeah, just you know, be be open, be yeah. open-minded, open-minded about it. So, well, I guess on on that note, I'll say, uh, Sergeant Torres, uh, <laughs> I got to roll the R in there, <laughs> Sergeant Torres. Uh, thank you for yeah, being it's present. It's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure for having me, man. Yeah, Thanks. I appreciate you being here, man. Your dog uh, is cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being uh, present and accounted for. All right. Everybody, y'all have a great day. Everybody out. Out.